The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's the beginning of a new day in the middle of the week. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. Wednesday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle 1. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of St. Francis of Assisi. Born about 1181, serious illness brought the young Francis to see the emptiness of his frolicking life as leader of Assisi's youth. Prayer led him to a self-emptying like that of Christ, climaxed by embracing a leper he met on the road. He gave up all his possessions, piling even his clothes before his earthly father. He was for a time considered to be a religious fanatic, begging from door to door when he could not get money for his work. Francis' first rule for his followers was a collection of texts from the Gospels. He had no intention of founding an order, but once it began, he protected it and accepted all the legal structures needed to support it. During the last years of his relatively short life, Francis was half-blind and seriously ill. Two years before his death, he received the stigmata, the real and painful wounds of Christ, in his hands, feet, and side. On his deathbed, Francis said over and over again the last addition to his Canticle of the Son, Be praised, O Lord, for our sister death. St. Francis died at the age of 44 in 1226. St. Francis of Assisi, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid, so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for the Church, that she may adopt listening and dialogue as a lifestyle at every level and allow herself to be guided by the Holy Spirit towards the peripheries of the world. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus, my Lord and my God. I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In the Gospel of today's Mass, we see that Jesus and his disciples are traveling And Jesus encounters someone and says, Follow me. And the man replied, Let me go and bury my father first. But Jesus answered, Leave the dead to bury the dead. Your duty is to go and spread the news of the kingdom of God. And then Jesus encounters another person. And this person said, I will follow you. But first, let me go and say goodbye to my people at home. Jesus said to him, Once the hand is laid on the plow, no one who looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Jesus, we see that when you say something, you mean it. It's for us to listen, to take it seriously, 
and to obey. He says to that man, follow me. And he says, I will, but let me go do this other thing first. And that other thing is a good thing. But Jesus wants to emphasize that when I ask you to do something, I want you to do it, and I want you to do it now. And with all the love in his heart, right? Because he wants what's good for us. Because he wants our holiness. He wants our happiness. And Jesus, many times, you may ask me to do something, and I say, yeah, but, or I will a little bit later. And in doing that, we are hurting ourselves. We're shooting ourselves in the foot, as they say. He is the Word made flesh. God made man. When you speak, Lord, I listen. And I want to try to obey right away. Not to say, I will follow you, but let me go do this other thing first. We can be very quick to come up with excuses for not doing something that we know Jesus wants us to do. Excuses like, well, let me do this other thing first. But also, excuses like, who am I? What can I do with all the world's problems? I'm just one person. Or what difference can I make? We can deceive ourselves by many different types of excuses. In one of the great works of literature, at least according to some, David Copperfield by Charles Dickens, there's a character whose name is Mrs. Gummidge. And Mrs. Gummidge is a widow. And for about half of the book, she is continually reminding everybody that she's a widow and how she suffers and how much she misses her husband and how little she's capable of doing. And with that attitude, it's true. She, is, she doesn't do very much. Now, she does have a wonderful conversion and she wakes up in a moment of crisis when everybody is suffering and hurting. She really steps up and serves and is not thinking of herself, but rather of others. But before that conversion, she's, she's basically playing the woe is me card over and over again. In fact, one of the phrases that she uses pretty frequently is, I am a lone, lorn creature. I'm all alone. No one really cares about me. What can I do? And that can creep into our own life. It can then creep into our prayer life. It can, it can creep into our professional life, family life, friends, it can creep into anything. We know that the devil would love for that idea to creep in. Jesus, we also know that you do not want that idea to creep in. You don't want any excuses to creep in that could keep me from you, that can keep me from doing what you ask. And so, in reflecting on the gospel message of today, and maybe with a little help from Mrs. Gummidge, we can examine ourselves. Am I quick to give myself a pass from doing what Jesus wants? Maybe it's Sunday Mass where I'm tired or there's a lot going on or planning summer vacation and just it's too much to plan and I don't know if, I, if we can really get to Mass. But we know it's clearly God's will that we do so. Or when Jesus asks us to love our neighbor as ourselves. Well, we can sometimes give ourselves a pass. Well, so-and-so, what they did was so bad, it's okay for me to talk about it. It's okay for me to gossip. It's okay for me to, to speak negatively about them in a disparaging way. 
not trying to help them, not trying to be constructive, but simply complaining. We can find many excuses for ourselves in those situations. Or similarly, when it comes to judging others harshly, Jesus, you warn us very clearly about judging others. The way in which we judge, that will be applied to us. Well, that's a, those are words that we can really strive to take seriously from Jesus. Jesus, I want to take those words seriously. I want to have more compassion in my heart. Help me. And there's a very important practice in our prayer life, which is the daily examination of conscience. It's a wonderful daily practice. And one of the questions we could ask ourselves is, did I take Jesus seriously today? Did I take today's gospel message, for example, seriously today? Did I read it? That can be a great thing to do, even if I don't go to Mass on a daily basis. To read the gospel from the Mass of the day or just to read the gospel every day? And do I take what he says seriously? Do I apply it to my life? Or was there something that I knew was his will today and I deceived and tricked myself into not doing it? and putting it off. But on the flip side, especially if we're struggling and we are carrying out an examination of conscience, we do have a prayer life, there will be moments in which we see that we did say yes. Where our Lord did ask us to follow him and we said, yeah, I will. I will. I will have charity with this person that, that annoys me or that I don't seem to understand very well or he or she doesn't seem to understand me. I will carry out this task that my mother or, or one's spouse or whoever asked me to do, even though I don't like it. And when we have these victories, let's give thanks. Jesus, thank you. We did it. Help me more. But Jesus, I want to take you seriously. I want to take you seriously. And I take you seriously by reading what you say, by reading the Gospels, by holding on to your words, reflecting on them, and then trying to live them out. And then... The examination of conscience, just for a few minutes, maybe at the end of the day, which is very helpful for a lot of people, but for some people, it's hard to do it at the, at the end of the day. Maybe you can do it in the morning or in the middle of the day, and you just examine yourself in the last 24 hours, whenever it is, the examination of conscience, and to see, where was I soft in myself? Where did I give myself a pass? And let's spot it. Let's nail it down and say, Jesus, I'm sorry for that particular moment. I'm sorry, and give me your grace. I need your help. And we ask our mother Mary to help us too. Mary, help us take the words of your son seriously. That when he asks something of us, whether it's in the commandments, whether it's in something that he clearly says in the Gospels, whether it's some aspect, some duty in my life that I know he wants me to carry out, help me take him seriously and help me say yes and not say tomorrow or later. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the Memorial of St. Francis of Assisi, October 4th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church 
We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Go within His gates, giving thanks. Enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Indeed, how good is the Lord! Eternal His merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. 
my life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath, the man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, 
you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. The Lord led this holy man along a sure path. He showed him the kingdom of God. From the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Philippians. My dearly beloved, obedient as always to my urging, Work with anxious concern to achieve your salvation, not only when I happen to be with you, but all the more now that I am absent. It is God who, in his goodwill toward you, begets in you any measure of desire or achievement. In everything you do, act without grumbling or arguing. Prove yourselves innocent and straightforward children of God beyond reproach in the midst of a twisted and depraved generation, among whom you shine like the stars in the sky while holding fast to the word of life. As I look to the day of Christ, you give me cause to boast that I did not run the race in vain or work to no purpose. Even if my life is to be poured out as a libation over the sacrificial service of your faith, I am glad of it and rejoice with all of you. May you be glad on the same score and rejoice with me. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you very soon that I may derive courage from learning how things go with you. I have no one quite like him for genuine interest in whatever concerns you. Everyone is busy seeking his own interests other than those of Christ Jesus. You know from experience what Timothy's qualities are, how he was like a son at his father's side serving the gospel along with me. I hope to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. In fact, I am confident in the Lord that I myself will be coming soon. I have decided, too, that I must send you Epaphroditus, my brother, co-work, and comrade-in-arms, whom you sent to take care of my needs. He has been longing for all of you and was distressed that you heard about his illness. He was, in fact, sick to the point of death. But God took pity on him, not just on him, I should say, but on me, too, as to spare me one sorrow after another. I have been especially eager to send him so that you may renew your joy on seeing him and my own anxieties may be lessened. Welcome him joyously in the Lord and hold men like him in esteem, for he came near to death for the sake of Christ's work. He risked life in an effort to render me those services you could not render. The Word of the Lord Strive all the more to confirm God's choice and calling of you. Then you will generously 
be granted entrance into the kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Live as children of light and take no part in the empty works of darkness. Then you will generously be granted entrance into the kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. From a letter written to all the faithful by St. Francis of Assisi. It was through his archangel, St. Gabriel, that the Father above made known to the holy and glorious Virgin Mary that the worthy, holy, and glorious word of the Father would come from heaven and take from her womb the real flesh of our human frailty. Though he was wealthy beyond reckoning, he still willingly chose to be poor with his blessed mother. And shortly before his passion, he celebrated the Passover with his disciples. Then he prayed to his father, saying, Father, if it be possible, let this cup be taken from me. Nevertheless, he reposed his will in the will of his father. The father willed that his blessed and glorious son, whom he gave to us and who was born for us, should through his own blood offer himself as a sacrificial victim on the altar of the cross. This was to be done not for himself, for whom all things were made, but for our sins. It was intended to leave us an example of how to follow in his footsteps. And he desires all of us to be saved through him and to receive him with pure heart and chaste body. Oh, how happy and blessed are those who love the Lord and do as the Lord himself said in the gospel. You shall love the Lord your God with your whole heart and your whole soul and your neighbor as yourself. Therefore, let us love God and adore him with pure heart and mind. This is his particular desire when he says, True worshipers adore the Father in spirit and truth. For all those who adore him must do so in the spirit of truth. Let us also direct to him our praises and prayers, saying, our Father who art in heaven, since we must always pray and never grow slack. Furthermore, let us produce worthy fruits of penance. Let us love our neighbors as ourselves. Let us have charity and humility. Let us give alms because these cleanse our souls from the stains of sin. Men lose all the material things they leave behind them in this world, but they carry with them the reward of their charity and the alms they give. For these they will receive from the Lord the reward and recompense they deserve. We must not be wise and prudent according to the flesh. Rather, we must be simple, humble, and pure. We should never desire to be over others. Instead, we ought to be servants who are submissive to every human being for God's sake. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on all who live in this way and persevere in it to the end. He will permanently dwell in them. They will be the Father's children who do His work. They are the spouses, brothers, and mothers of our Lord Jesus Christ.
Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are those of gentle spirit, they shall inherit the land. Blessed are you who hunger now, you shall be satisfied. Blessed are those of gentle spirit, they shall inherit the land. Let us pray. O God, by whose gift St. Francis was conformed to Christ in poverty and humility, grant that, by walking in Francis' footsteps, we may follow your Son, and through joyful charity come to be united with you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Jesus makes it clear that he wants it all. Today's Gospel is coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Francis of Assisi, October 4th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord receives several offers from people to follow Him, but He makes it clear that He doesn't want any conditions applied. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. As they were going along the road, A man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, Follow me. Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Francis embraced poverty so closely that he metaphorically referred to it as Lady Poverty. Believe it or not, all of us are also called to poverty. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. Many fruits derive from the virtue of poverty, In the first place, the soul is better disposed to receive supernatural graces. A person's heart expands so as to be sincerely concerned about other people. Let us ask the Lord today through the intercession of St. Francis for the grace to understand and practice Christian poverty more deeply. May we learn to live the virtue to its ultimate consequences and practice it in a way God rewards even in this life. Jesus grants the detached and special joy even in the absence of necessities. There are many who feel unhappy just because they have too much of everything. Christians, if they really behave as God's children, will suffer discomfort, heat, tiredness, cold, but they will never lack joy, because that, all that, is ordained as permitted by Him who is the source of true happiness. True poverty of spirit disposes us to be available for Christ. Just as the Lord himself taught, 
Complete dedication is the supreme form of freedom. It constantly opens us to doing God's will in charity without holding anything back for ourselves. In order to love God, we need to want to be poor when everything around us seems to lead us to want to be rich. Poverty, like any other virtue, is a positive affirmation. It disposes us to live in accord with the divine will by using material goods as a means to reach heaven. We thus help make the world more just and human. The virtue of poverty is a consequence of faith. In sacred scripture, it is the state of the person who has unconditionally placed his life in the Lord's hands and therefore turns the reins of control over to him without seeking any other security. Consequently, rectitude of intention is essential for effectively resolving to be poor in spirit. A person must not place his confidence in impermanent goods, though he may happen to possess them. Many Christians are tempted by the attractions of the modern cult of consumerism. When life is given over to the accumulation of material wealth, money itself becomes a god. Such idolatry, as St. Paul warned the first Christians against, should never be named among them. This tendency causes people to forget the immense treasure of God's love, the only real good that can truly fill the human heart. We should have the firm intention of serving only one master, since no one can serve two. In a society dominated by an excessive desire for riches and comfort, our temperate life will act as a leaven to bring souls back to God, just as the life of Francis did in his time. As we finish our time of prayer, we petition God through the intercession of the saint from Assisi to help us form a new leaven in the midst of society. At the tomb where the remains of the Franciscan founder lie, Pope John Paul II prayed, You who drew your age close to Christ, help us draw our own turbulent and critical times to him. People are eagerly awaiting our example, perhaps without even realizing it. Might not now be the opportune time to begin to prepare a new advent in our world? The Blessed Virgin, our Mother, will show us through her life of dedication how we too can be protagonists in the struggle to bring about the new age of Christ now dawning. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Very really?
God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, all all your ways are holy. What What God can can compare compare with with our our God? I cry aloud to God. Cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deed. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father. You established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders, but more wondrously you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life, that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. O God, all all your ways are holy. What What God can can compare compare with with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one 
like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For in all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The The Lord Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just, and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. 
Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The Lord is King. Let the earth rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Brothers, I beg you, through the mercy of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, so that you may judge what is God's will, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the depths of his heart, the law of God is his guide. In the the depths depths of of his heart, the the law law of God God is his guide. He will never lose his way. The law law of of God God is is his guide. guide. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. In the the depths depths of his heart, the law of God is his guide. Francis left this earth a poor and lowly man. He enters heaven rich in God's favor, greeted with songs of rejoicing. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to to shine shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Francis left this earth a poor and lowly man, He enters heaven rich in God's favor, greeted with songs of rejoicing. My brothers, let us praise Christ, asking to serve him and to be holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. Let us acclaim him. Lord, you you alone are the Holy One. 
You desire to experience everything we experience but sin. Have mercy on us, Lord Jesus. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You called us to love perfectly. Make us holy, Lord Jesus. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You commissioned us to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Let your light shine on us, Lord Jesus. Lord, you You alone are the Holy One. You desire to serve, not to be served. Help us, Lord Jesus, to give humble service to you and to our neighbors. Lord, you You alone are are the Holy One. You are in the form of God, sharing in the splendor of the Father. Lord Jesus, let us see the glory of your face. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, by whose gift St. Francis was conformed to Christ in poverty and humility, grant that, by walking in Francis's footsteps, we may follow your Son and through joyful charity come to be united with you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.